0: You're listening to Home for Christmas, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. It is great to be with you today in the house of the Lord. I am Pastor Bay. For those of you that I don't yet know, uh, it's great to be with you today as we are in the second week of our series um, called Home for Christmas. Last week we began this series where we are looking at what it means to go home for Christmas. And last week, you may remember the the bullet point I proposed to you that a house is not a home, and that in the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus said, you know, on earth as it is in heaven, that is a way for us to experience a little bit of home, even in this house that we are in on earth. Well, today we're going to just keep on going right in on that. Um, As Pastor Donna mentioned, uh, there is a Stewardship Sunday. Now, I was told today was Stewardship Sunday. Next week was Commitment Sunday or something like that. but either way, there's a stewardship, um, a heart of stewardship, which is indeed a heart of worship that is upon us. Um, and today's uh, sermon is called Presence for Our Futures. Presence for Our Futures, which I thought was witty and it may be memorable to you. And if not, uh, instead of that, let let this be memorable. Would you turn to Matthew chapter 2? And we're going to pick up uh, verse 1 to 12. You're going to find that this may be a familiar scripture for you as we, as we read and dig in. Determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their home, for their own country, another way. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, many of you, I may have already mentioned, uh, I was a little disappointed with Black Friday this year. I don't know how many Black Friday shoppers there are in the house. But traditionally, I've gone out uh, for Black Friday shopping the night before. You know, you, you stand in line because if you want to get there for the Black Friday, the doorbusters were at midnight. And this is all, mind you, coming off of turkey tiredness because turkey is de- designed by God to make people sleepy after they eat it. So you have your Thanksgiving meal and then you go and you battle the not quite as cold as it was this morning, bitter cold of Western Pennsylvania. And you stand in line at midnight for stuff. Right now, I've been there in the past. I've done that this year. I couldn't even get a Starbucks at midnight after Turkey tired. I have no idea what I was supposed to do. Um, but I went out with my wife. We went out to get some gifts. We, we braved the the. the West Virginia cold and the and the wee hours of turkey tiredness to get gifts for friends, for family, for loved ones. Why? Because we love you. I don't know, that was a Mickey Mouse thing, but because we love them. They are worthy of us wasting our time in the middle of the night to do that. They are worthy. We love them. And today's scripture brought this to mind for me because you see, Black Friday, it used to be an adventure. And we are finding ourselves in the middle of Advent, which leads me to say, Israel was waiting. Black Friday, you deal with waiting. Perhaps Black Friday is biblical. No, I don't think so. But Black Friday, it did have waiting. And it did have traveling, just like the wise men. Uh, That most of the world says there are three. Most of the world... uh, Show of hands if you're in the category that thinks there are three wise men. There's no right, no wrong answer. If, you're, if you think that there are three, okay. Now, keep those hands up. If you are of the other order where you think there's more than three, put your hands up. Um, okay. And if you just don't, put your hand up. Put your hand up. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, a lot of people think that there are only three wise men, mostly because they're the ones that brought gifts. Which means they're the ones that Mary actually took their name and address to send thank you cards to, right. There are three wise men. They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We know this. There's a song about this. Black Friday, like the wise men who brought gifts over a great difference because Jesus is worthy. Hmm. Our loved ones were worthy. Jesus was worthy. Jesus is worthy. In culture, we, we, we kind of make a gift mess out of a Chris, Christmas. I was talking with my wife about this. A friend of ours um, who's an atheist, you know, he says Merry gift And in many ways, that's what Christmas has become. It's become a gift mess. We forgot that the reason the gifts were there to begin with aren't because they were nice to give, but because Jesus is worthy. That is the meaning of Christmas. And so I started thinking about the three wise men and I started thinking about stewardship with it being stewardship Sunday and how many pastors in the modern era like to say three points. They all begin with a T. You've in fact heard me say it before. Time, talents, tithe. Time, talents, tithe. Those are the three that kind of come up. And I started thinking gold, frankincense, money. Time, talents, tithe. What if the three wise men to Jesus brought time, talents, Perhaps they did. And that's what we're going to spend a little bit of time with today. Because the first one, which is time, is saying Jesus is worthy of worship. Worthy of worship. Frankincense, the gift of one of those wise men. Frankincense was an incense that was burned during worship. It was a fragrance of worship. The gift in and of itself was saying, Jesus, you are worthy of my worship. That is the gift of frankincense. And let's go on into, into talents. Myrrh. We're going to skip to myrrh. Myrrh was a bomb. Now I've heard a Monty Python skit that says, What do you want to give a kid a bomb for? Not a bomb, a bomb. It was a funeral balm. It was what was used to prepare the body after death. So, the gift from the wise men to this baby why does a baby need a newborn, need something that deals with death? I don't get it. This was a foreshadowing of the self sacrifice the self-sacrifice Christ would have, the pain and the suffering Christ would endure on the cross, and the grave that Christ would go to, and, and on this side of it, we know rise from. But this was a precious gift. This was expensive. And they gave it because Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy of self-sacrifice, even something as costly as myrrh. Self-sacrifice. That brings us to tithe, the third T. Tithe, gold, gold get frankincense burn, here's gold. Riches, gold is gold. I don't need to tell you what gold is. It's not the stuff that turns green around your neck, no. Gold is gold. In fact, I've known people that took a portion of their paycheck and they would pay their bills and they would do what they needed to do, but then they took a portion of that paycheck and they bought gold. Because the American dollar, it can come and go, but gold, When the king, the wise man, gave gold to Jesus, he said, you are worthy of riches. The best of the best. That is what God is worthy of. Jesus is worthy of riches. So I'm going to ask you, how how are you doing in giving back to God? And I'm not, saying that to, I'm not saying that to condemn you or to kind of convict you even. I'm, I'm saying that to spur you on. Like the wise men saw a star in the sky that led them forward in their worship and their self-sacrifice and giving riches. For we said it a little while ago, God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. So how are you doing at giving back to God. Because I'm just gonna break it down today's scripture and some things that maybe you can take home with you and put into practice. The first one dealing with time, something that you can do with time, well, coming to worship every week. That's that's giving worship. A lot of you are already doing that, you're coming here, some of you are are listening online on the podcast. Maybe you're entering into a time of worship with the scripture in that way. But did you know, as we look at time, any of you run marathons? You know those little bumper stickers with the numbers on them? Anyone know what those numbers are? I think one's like 23.6. Is that what it is? I don't know. Because I never ran a marathon. I've only made it up to a 10K. I never ran a marathon or a half a marathon. But I like those stickers. And there was one time for my worship team, I made up little... They looked like those little white stickers, the little oval stickers, and it had uh, 16, 16 16.8. Anyone know what 16.8 is? As it applies to our time. It's one-tenth of our time in a week. So if we're looking at the the one-tenth of giving, we have 16.8 hours in a week that we are to give back to God. And many of you already are. And many of you are going above and beyond the 16.8. But maybe you're not. And so for a little star in your night sky, maybe just write out a little 16.8 in an oval. Stick it somewhere that you see it. So that'll just encourage you and guide you in saying, Jesus, you are worthy worship. You are worthy of my worship. You are worthy of my time. And moving into talents, you know, we're talking about self-sacrifice. Worship team, thank you for the lovely ministry this morning. Leah, thank you for the lovely ministry. George, thank you. Everyone who does any ministry, there are too many to name to tell you the truth. Everyone in this church in some way I have seen, do, do ministry, some form of self-sacrifice. Well, most of you, most of you I've seen with my own eyes, others I've heard about. But I encourage you to think about how am I giving of myself to Jesus? Because Jesus is worthy of self-sacrifice. Say Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy, Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy of self-sacrifice. So maybe something that you could do is, uh, you know, we have a community dinner every month. We have a community dinner down at our Jefferson Street location, which is our missional site here at Faith Community. Um, We also have a clothing cupboard. You know, uh, there are, we have secondhand Santa. I hope you're staying around to help wrap for that. We have food to eat. That's that's not self-sacrifice. But we have uh, a stewardship campaign to hear about. That's the next point. But what I'm saying is, there's so many areas for you to do something. Find what resonates with you and just do it. Do it. If you need help getting plugged in, see us. See one of your pastors. We did even spiritual uh, gift assessments a while back. If you need to do one, we still have those forms so you can kind of know how you tick and what you would be good at. Talk to one of your pastors. Pastor Donna, or I would, would love to talk with you. Find something and do it. The third thing dealing with tithe. Now, this is the easy one. This is the easy one, right? Um, God is great and greatly to be praised. I actually have a little bit of a video I want to I show you. Um, hold on one second. Uh, just turn your attention to the screen.
1: Uh, and welcome to uh, today's services. Uh, I am a member here at the Faith Community Methodist Church and have been working with the church administration team on setting up an online giving program for the church. We are hoping that uh, having an online giving option makes it easier for you to participate in, uh, in church giving. We've come up with two programs. The first is a web based program where you can go to our website, faithcomchurch.org. That's faithcomchurch.org. Follow the uh, giving link. The second option is a a text giving option, which makes it easy to give from the convenience of your phone, your cell phone. You simply uh, text the keyword you see on your screen. So please write this keyword down and text it to 95577. Text the keyword to 95577, initially follow the registration process, and uh, receive a text back uh, confirming that your donation was received. So, uh, thank you very much for coming to today's services, and we are praying that these options make it much easier for you to participate in church giving. Have a wonderful and blessed day.
0: tithing is an easy one I mean most of you are already giving you're already giving and it's one of those like hidden cuss words in the church Um, you know someone says tithe and it's like I'm already giving why are you always talking about tithe we don't want it to be a burden we don't want it to be like a nail in your wrist we want it to be a star in your sky and so what we've done is we've made a, a more modern way and approach to giving available to our community here at Faith Community. Um, so if you are someone who deals heavily with the Internet for giving uh, or your, your phone, that is now an option for you. So we've made it even easier. Um, so that, again, that's an easy one. The wise men, they knew how to tithe. They just brought the best of what they had. You see, when we give to God, when we give to Jesus... We don't give scraps. We give gold. We give gold. The wise men didn't just bring iron or steel or whatever. They brought gold. And so when we give, let's give as God gives. God gave his only son. The wise men brought gold. What will you give? What will you give? This isn't like shopping and giving $20 a person for friends, $50 a person for family. This is the king of kings. How are you going to say, Jesus, you are worthy of riches? How are you going to do that? And you may say, you know, yeah, these are pretty cool, a little 16.8, and this and that. I don't think I'm actually going to do that. Well, here's the thing. Find something that spurs you on. Find a star in your sky because... I encourage you to say with me, say Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. So find something that helps you. Say, Jesus, you are worthy of my worship. You are worthy of my self-sacrifice. And you are worthy of riches. Find whatever that star in the sky is for you. Because many people think there's only three wise men. Don't let there only be three Not when there's all of us. No, when there's so many of us. And beyond these doors, there are so many. There should not only be three wise men who are wise enough to bring worship, self-sacrifice, and riches to God. That is not good. (laughs) Okay? Don't let that be. Let us become an extension of the wise men. Because God is worthy. You know, as the children of God. And I'm closing up here. Be willing to wait in line even when it's cold because God is worthy. Say, Jesus is worthy. Jesus. Be willing to maybe, uh, maybe hold a ladle or hand out some food or hand out some gifts on the streets for secondhand Santa. Maybe man the line because Jesus For those who show up early because Jesus is worthy. Those who don't grumble because Jesus is worthy. Shelf your ego. Jesus is worthy. Give generously. Jesus is worthy. Don't let there just be three. Jesus is not worthy of three. Jesus is worthy of of all that we have to bring, all of our worship, all of our self-sacrifice, and all of our riches worthy is the land.